Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, December 2nd, 2022, and this is day 1717 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and honor you and praise you above all others. Thank you so much for blessing us with this magnificent gift that we must open. I thank you for the gift of salvation through your precious son, Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Lord, for lavishing us with gifts to go forth and build the kingdom of God and to encourage and uplift the body of Christ. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is open your gift. That's right. (laughs) It's time to open that gift and let's learn a little bit more about what uh, this gift is. We're coming out of Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 16. Ephesians 4, verses 1 through 16. And this is Paul speaking. And he says, as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. And I I really like this about um, how Paul gives us examples or how we should be. He's saying be completely humble, gentle, and patient and bearing one another with one another in love. And a lot of times, you know, we can be strong at um, letting people know how you feel and uh, are correcting, but not doing it in love. Or we can be all the way the opposite and not, um, you know, bearing with the other uh, and and just kind of letting people, you know, push over us. uh, And so there, there comes this balance and uh, how we need to take a stand, but doing it in love. So he says, um, to make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace, there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. I think it makes it very clear there is only one uh, who is over all, and that is our Lord. That is God. Listen, <clears throat> let me just kind of tell it, show you, uh, share something with you out of my Bible, this outline that is really great. Um, it says, uh, And let me finish reading this and I'll share this with you. It says, verse 7, But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This is why it says, 
when he ascended on high, he took many captives and gifts and gave gifts to his people. Uh, so this is in Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection uh, was uh, victorious. He was victorious over Satan. Uh, when Christ ascended to heaven, he gave gifts to the church. Now, understanding this body, the oneness of all believers. So the body uh, is the fellowship of believers, the church. That's what that represents, okay? When we say the body of Christ, the spirit that is the Holy Spirit who activates the fellowship. Hope. Talked about hope here. And hope is that glorious future to which we are all called. And that glorious future is to be with Jesus uh, for eternity. And then Lord, Christ to whom we all belong. That's who the Lord is. And then faith, our singular commitment to Christ. Baptism. Baptism, the sign of entry into the church. So once we are saved, one of the things that we do in obedience is, as Christ did, is to get baptized. And it also signifies something. So when we are baptized and we're put under the water, that is baptizing us, burying our old man and coming up new in Christ when we rise up new. Um, that's what baptism represents. Uh, God God, the God, our God uh, represents God, who is our father, who keeps us for eternity. So this oneness of all believers is very powerful. And I love the way uh, it's all broken down for us. Now let's go to verse nine. What does he ascended mean, except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions? Uh, so that's uh, also, uh, where he uh, went to Hades, uh, a lot of uh, belief is that um, Jesus went to Hades, uh, and um, which is the resting place uh, of souls between death and resurrection, uh, and that we understand, however, we understand that to be Christ is Lord of the whole universe, past, present, and future. So the past, those past uh Folks that did not have an opportunity to experience Jesus Christ had an opportunity at that time. They were in a holding place. So all of those uh, <clears throat> from the Old Testament before Jesus came to the earth and then died and rose up victorious over death, hell, and the grave. So he went to the lower regions. He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So that is why he gave these gifts, you know, pastors, teachers, apostles, prophets, and there's many more. These are some, and uh, to equip the people for works of service, you know, and, he, and between um, these verses, 11 and 13, it lays it out very clearly. 
And, and we do this using our gifts uh, until people, uh, until we all reach unity. And I'll say in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature. So that's when we're growing in our, in our giftings and in our faith attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people and other deceitful scheming. So we will be bold and strong in Christ. We will know when it's someone of the enemy coming to try to get us off track we won't be easily tossed to and fro uh, by other beliefs because now we know Christ Jesus and we're standing firm on his word. So that's what gives us strength to endure, to go out here and persevere and do the will of God. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head and that is Christ. So again, we talked about this, uh, you know, in love, speaking truth. You know, it's one thing we're going to speak the truth, but how are we speaking that to someone? Are we doing it in love or are we doing it out of harsh hatred and uh, anger? And we need to do it in love. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. So by us doing what we're called to do, we're building each other up. We're building up each part, you know, of the body of Christ. And uh, as we all come together doing the will of God, we, one person can't do it all themselves. It takes all of us together. That's why we're different. We all have different gifts. So point number one, have you ever watched a Chiefs football game? Did you notice that they all uh, wear the same color uniform and that they all have different positions they play? And when they are all in sync, going doing their part, they get a touchdown. <laughs> have you noticed how they all celebrate together, even if they weren't the one to catch the touchdown pass? They all are good representatives of Kansas City's football team, no matter where they go. Well, you know, overall they are, right? We too are to be good representatives of the kingdom of God, no matter where we go or what we are doing. We all have a position to play. So that's our assignment, our calling. We are called by God in a specific area to fulfill our purpose using the gift, our gifts, God has blessed us with to be effective kingdom ambassadors, right? So it's not just to have this gift to make money, uh, nothing wrong with making money, but money should not be our primary reason for doing anything when it comes to uh, what God has blessed us with. Uh, the reason is to build each other up. Uh, and and money will follow you, right? You don't have to chase down money. <laughs> money cometh as you do what God has called you to do. He will provide for you in every way. Uh, he's blessed you to start businesses, um, to be effective uh, uh, employers um, in the workplace, whatever that is. 
You're using your gifts and talents in those areas. And uh, God blesses you financially as well. Point number two, although we are one in Christ, it does not destroy our individuality. The Holy Spirit has given each believer special gifts for building up the church body of Christ or the body of Christ. And they use those words um, simul- uh, uh, simultaneously that the church is the body of the Christ of Christ. Now that we have the, these gifts, it is crucial to use them. Are you spiritually mature using your God-given gifts? If you know what your gifts are, look for opportunities to serve. Look for opportunities to be a blessing using your gift. If you do not know, ask God to show you, and he will. And honestly, you know, you just may not have put your finger on it, but it's something you do naturally all the time. You enjoy doing it so much that it's not even about getting paid to do it. It's something that others probably have recognized in you, how you may be an encourager. Um, You may be a giver. You may be apt to teach um, you, you know, you may be someone that has the gift of healing, you, whatever that is, uh, you'll know. And if you don't know, and if you haven't quite gotten a clear understanding from the Lord, uh, go and ask, you know, your pastor or, or ask those uh, friends of yours you know, that are in Christ, what they are, you know, ask them, what have they noticed? Then begin to use your gift. To strengthen and encourage the church, the body of Christ. Now, that doesn't mean just your local church. We are the body of Christ all over the universe. People that love Jesus, who who have accepted him as their Lord and Savior. That's the church. All right. So we as individuals are the church uh, because we are the temple of God. God lives in us. And we all come together, though, you know, to fellowship in this building. And, and that's also called the church. But without us being there the, that represent the body of Christ, there would be none. So we're all over the world. And, you know, so wherever we are, we could be in a grocery store. And uh, we represent uh, or are part of the body of Christ there. So talking about in the marketplace, what are we doing that we're representing Jesus and sharing the love of Christ wherever we go. Um, I was at a school just Wednesday. I had a couple of amazing, oh my God, experiences. So I was at uh, a school and uh, to do a presentation about Transition Zone. And it was in a career class and I was invited to come and share it and it was just wonderful. And uh, I shared, and in my sharing, I said, I realized my purpose or something like that and how I feel stronger than ever about doing what I'm doing, working with youth and teaching them all these life skills and workforce skills. And, 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 and I feel like, you know, this is what I need to be doing until the day I die, until God says it's time for you to come home. And, and I'm, I am extremely dedicated to doing that. And I was sharing that with uh, the youth as uh, the teacher, you know, was in the classroom watching and the gentleman that invited me. And then 
at the end, you know, some of the students took some of the flyers and uh, were really, you know, thankful and just a wonderful group. But the teacher at the end, we chatted and, and I told her something I noticed about her that was extremely beautiful. Uh, when I walked in the class and was waiting for it to start, she was interacting with her students and she just exuded, I mean, love just poured out of her to her students. And even though she was firm in areas, which is important, <laughs> firmness is important, uh, correcting is important. She was showing this love to them as a teacher, someone who cares. And um, I told her that. I said, I noticed that about you, you know, that you really care about your students. And, and, I, and, it's, and it shows through the love and compassion and respect that you show them and the way they were talking to her and coming, giving her a hug and, and, uh, you know, say, Oh, Ms. Webster, you you know, I'm sorry. I didn't get to get this done or whatever. It was really, uh, good to see that. And I've seen over the seven years of doing the work I used to do in restorative justice in schools and teaching conflict resolution in classrooms, I've seen lots, hundreds, if not thousands of teacher-student interaction. So I can see it. And not only that, I can see it in the spiritual realm. You can too. You can discern. That's one of the things God blesses us with is discernment to tell what is true and what is false. And so as we were talking after class, she said, you know what? I really want to my calling or my gift or something like that is really to work with kids in alternative schools. I have something uh, to share with them. And it was just so profound, you know, to hear her say that. And I could tell she was a believer that she was part of the body of Christ. And she could tell the same with me. And, you know, you just have this natural uh, connection. And so she went on to say, I'm going to leave the school next year, more than likely to go and teach these kids because I have so much to offer them. And I'm really passionate about doing that. I thought, oh, my goodness. And as we were walking to the door, she says, what church do you go to? And I told her and I said, how about you? <laughs> it was really a beautiful exchange. And uh, to see God working right there in that classroom. And then later that same day, that Wednesday was a very busy day. And uh, it was so busy that I wasn't even able to do the Bible study as I normally do, Life Talk. But we weren't going to stop. My sister Jill did it for me. And that was an amazing time that the ladies and gentlemen had uh, as Jill shared the message that God gave her. Again, this is the body of Christ working together. And uh, she uh, talked about letting go and let God. And she said people were so uh, blessed by it and are still talking about it. And that blessed my heart. I said, I hate that I missed that. <laughs> but God had me doing other things. But his, his ministry doesn't stop. So I met with a lady after like around 4, 4.30, and we met uh, at Chick-fil-A. And this is a, um, someone has been trying to get us um, uh, together for 
a good year now. And uh, so we connected finally. The uh, young lady, Adriana, uh, was like, you know what? You need to meet. You all need to meet. This is what she said. And, and this is a precious, dear young woman. I think I said her name right. Anyway, uh, so the lady that I met, her name was Rebecca. And she said, once you get to Chick-fil-A, you'll see her. She has on a yellow hat. Like, okay. And uh, met her, hugged. It was just an automatic connection. And while we sat and shared with each other what we did and the wonderful things that she does is helping youth and working with youth uh, and connecting them with families. And it started with her and her husband and uh, Rebecca and her husband, Kevin. And they work with, they've been doing this for oh over 20 years, if not longer, and uh, in the urban core and working with youth and teaching them about Jesus and loving on them and then it and then just enveloping them and including them in their family dynamic and then there are some children that need families uh, maybe their family uh, structure is not intact or maybe their parents are not able to to raise them anymore and says I need to give them to someone and so she uh, is a catalyst and using her gift uh, her and her husband, to create this family atmosphere with these youth and sitting at the table together, eating together, exchanging conversation, all these wonderful things. And I love it. And she and I connected and the Lord put on my heart while we were sitting at that table talking. I was about in tears. And he said, this is your friend. This is your best friend. <laughs> and we just met. And she felt the same way. We talked for two hours and it was just, and it, my life was just um, full of joy. It was so many things that day that it happened. What about you? And it, it, it all involved the gifts, right, of God. Everyone sharing their gifts, building the kingdom of God. Are you doing that right now? How are you feeling about it? Don't think it has to be something super structured. It's just going to flow. It's just going to happen. You can be, you know, a quick trip. You can be in the bathroom washing your hands in a public place and, and see someone and God will put it on your heart to share your gift with them, to encourage them, whatever that is. Be ready. Get ready. Keep on doing it if you already are. Keep growing in Christ and leading others to the Lord. This is your opportunity if you don't know Jesus as your Savior and Lord. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on T-Zone, KC.org, to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. 
We thank you so much for your support and your donations. Uh, you are the reason, uh, one of the reasons why we can, can continue doing what we're doing. Uh, and uh, go forth, mighty warriors, and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.